Hi folks, I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio. Thank you for being with me for this A Weekly Word. Um, for the last few weeks, we've been talking about uh, the Epiphany season and about evangelism, and we're moving into a new season in the church year. And uh, that season is often summed up with the question, what are you giving up for Lent? Uh, the Lenten season is upon us. And it's been interesting talking with some people about Lent over the uh, the years. Um, I grew up with the understanding that Lent is a season of self-denial, to help us to focus on Jesus' suffering, death, and resurrection. Um, I had a, uh, a very blunt conversation one time uh, with a, uh, an individual who felt that Lent was all about uh, being seen as self-righteous and doing good works to justify ourselves. And uh, I could see where she's coming from, you know, because sometimes... Uh, we act like it's a big deal when we give things up for Lent, and uh, you know, uh, we can do things sometimes that seem to be focused on ourselves rather than helping us to focus on Jesus. But uh, I want—I want to very much approach Lent with this idea that we are trying to fix our eyes on Jesus, the Author and Perfecter of our faith. And as we do this, I. I I think it's kind of important to think about where does Lent come from? Where does this idea come from? The word Lent in and of itself is nothing special. It, it just means spring. Um, but the season of preparation and the season of fasting definitely has its roots in the early church. And the early church has its roots in the Jewish community, um, many, most of the first Christians were Jewish. And they grew up with a very strong sense of synagogue worship. Uh, they were very familiar with the idea of holy days and holy seasons in which there was fasting and other bodily preparation, uh, forms of devotional habit. Uh, but they're also familiar with the idea of gathering around the word and listening to the word together. And as the first Christians came together, they continued that habit of having holy days. Many of them were the same holy days that the Jewish people grew up with. Uh, they also began to add other holy days, like Good Friday, Easter, Christmas. You know, so when they would gather they would sometimes read from the books that uh, the Jewish people were used to hearing, those scriptures like Isaiah and uh, the law in Genesis and Exodus and those uh, first books, the Pentateuch. But then they started adding letters that they got from the apostles. And they also started to read and to recount events from Jesus' life, you know, in, in those books that we call the Gospels. You know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John uh, were all written, well, Matthew, Mark, and Luke were written fairly early, by the middle of that first century. John probably comes a little bit later. But basically, they gathered around and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. And as they listened to the apostles' teaching, uh, what they were basically listening to was 
Jesus' teaching to the apostles. And so the apostles took what Jesus gave them and gave it back to the, the church. They taught the church what Jesus taught them. So an idea started to, to formulate uh, among the, the early Christians, kind of like thinking, uh, we want to remember Jesus' sacrifice in a special way. And, and so we know that the crucifixion took place at the time of the Passover. We know that Passover takes place in the spring near the equinox. Uh, and we just started to schedule Easter along with when the spring equinox happens. So Easter can actually be determined by uh, the first Sunday after the first full moon after the spring equinox. So every year, if, if you pay attention when the spring equinox is, and you look for that first full moon, the next Sunday will be Easter. But they also wanted to have a, a time of, of preparation in, in order to really think about what Jesus had done for them. And it's a, a good biblical precedent the number, to use the number 40. And so they used 40 days. Uh, 40 days kind of reflecting the, the 40 years of wandering in the wilderness in the book of Exodus. Also reflecting Jesus fasting for, for 40 days uh, when he was tempted by the devil. But uh, 40 does not divide evenly by a seven-day week. So if Sunday is the day that Jesus rose, right? Uh, Sundays don't count as part of Lent. Uh, they're actually little Easter's. Every Sunday is a little celebration of Jesus' resurrection. So we don't count them. And then you go backwards from Easter, 40 days, and that will get you to a Wednesday. And we call that Wednesday Ash Wednesday. And Ash Wednesday to Easter uh, kind of brackets this idea uh, Ash Wednesday says, you are dust and to dust you shall return. It reminds us that the wages of sin is death. It leads us all the way to the cross. And then on Easter, we have this joyous proclamation, Alleluia, Christ is risen. And the congregation responds, he is risen indeed, Alleluia. And, and that's really a good picture of what Lent is about. It's about remembering the consequence for our sin and looking forward to Jesus solving that problem of him dying in our place, but then him rising triumphant from the grave as well. So those 40 days we set aside as a time of special devotion, a time to think about, to pray. Uh, traditionally, this has been a time of, of fasting, and fasting is a spiritual discipline that helps people to be able to focus on their prayers. Uh, the idea is we get rid of this, this part of our life and we set it aside for a period of time and we focus that time on prayer instead of on whatever else we would have done uh, in that time, like eating. Um, but when, when we think about things like fasting, when we think about these special devotional habits, when we take them up for a season, uh, remember that these are things that they're intended to be good, not just for a short period of time, but, but they're the kind of thing that could be good for our whole lives. And so a lot of times we kind of think about what am I going to give up for Lent? 
maybe a better way to think about that is what kind of habits do I want to uh, inculcate in order to be connected to Jesus and, and to grow in the spirit and to grow in my spiritual life? And fasting can certainly be one of those things, especially when it's connected to God's word and to prayer. The real idea that I want to get us to when we think about how are we going to observe Lent is that this is a time for us to focus on Jesus. It's, as I said before, that passage from Hebrews, a time to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. So here at Gloria Day, uh, we have some extra worship services. Most people remember that there are soup suppers, uh, but those soup suppers are, are followed by uh, a worship service. And we take time to remember Jesus and to remember what he's done for us and, and to spend some time in prayer. We also have extra time for uh, devotional exercises, things that help us to get into the word, things that help us to focus our, our lives in prayer. And the, the whole idea is that we would fix our hearts and minds on Jesus that we would take some time because over the year, a lot of times we, we lose our devotional habits. We, we get wrapped up in the things of this world. And we say, okay, we are remembering the holiest days of the year. We are remembering that Christ died for us. In 1 Corinthians 15, Paul tells us, this is a matter of first importance, that Christ, rose, Christ died for sins, according to the scriptures, that he was buried, and that he rose according to the scriptures, and that he was seen. And so we're trying to kind of join that great crowd of witnesses, seeing Jesus in the word and in the sacraments, spending time with him, focusing on him, and talking to him in prayer. So I, I wish you a blessed Lenten season. Uh, if you follow along on my blog, you will see some resources coming up soon uh, to prepare for the Lenten season and, and to help us to focus on Jesus. Uh, there will be a reading plan to go through the four Gospels. Uh, there are going to be some prayer prompts. There will be some hymns and, um, and some readings from the Catechism as well. And I invite you to take part of all of it, any of it, whatever works for you. But uh, for now, thank you for being with me. And I hope that you will join me in fixing my eyes, fixing our eyes on Jesus uh, during this Lenten season. God's blessings. Mm -hmm.